Hey, welcome to One Creative Act. This is a heartfelt conversation with purposeful dreamers, innovators, and community heroes who turn simple creative actions into their greatest adventures and biggest contributions to the world. I'm your host, Mary Lynn Jenkins. What effect can one creative act have on you, your family, your community, your city, the nation, and the globe? What can come out of trusting that you have something to share through your own creativity? These are the questions we'll explore together. Our hope is that you'll walk away from every episode inspired to get into creative action and motivated to try something new, something you haven't tried in years or something you haven't done since you were a little kid. This podcast is an opportunity for you to discover or rediscover your creative spark. I'm so excited to be with you. So get your walking shoes on, get the car packed for a getaway or snuggle up with a cup of coffee and let's enjoy some time together. I've gotten clear that what One Creative Act has to offer is an inspirational interruption. It's an interruption to the heightened noise in the world, the media, the news, constant scrolling. And I have to admit, I've listened to and read more information in the past few months than I think I have in the last several years combined. I do think that we have to be responsible for staying engaged in bigger ways right now. But it's also important to fuel our minds and hearts with encouragement. So along with inspiring you to creative action, I also hope you'll be encouraged. My guest today shares that creativity is really the root of encouragement. It's the one thing that brings people together. And I believe that completely. I hope you're encouraged through him because his work is some of the best I've ever known. And it does exactly what he says. It brings people together. My guest today is my friend Thomas Hager. He has a talent with the camera that runs so deep, but his wisdom runs even deeper. I've become friends with him over about the past 10 years or so, and I've wanted his voice to reach more people. So I'm so excited to have him share today. It takes a few minutes for us to get into the conversation. So I hope you'll stay with us on this because once he starts sharing, he has pure gold to give. Thomas is a local Jacksonvillian, an expressive communicator, and he has a great big heart for what really matters. He's best known for his incredible eye for photography and his larger-than-life photographs that literally set your spirit free the minute that you see him. His printing process is unique to him, and the vision that he has for what he wanted to bring to the world through his photography is also one of a kind. He has a style that has become completely his own, and what he has done is he's really held true to mastering this and staying aligned with what he loves since he started over 30 years ago. I bought my very first Thomas Hager print about eight years ago, and it was a treasure 
to hang this first print in my house. In fact, Thomas um, hangs most everything that he that he prints in into the home that he um, delivers it to. And I've continued to fill my home with his work and point everyone I can to it over the last almost a decade. His work is throughout the country and in art museums ranging from Huntsville, Alabama to the Federal Reserve in Atlanta. His work is also in one of the top 10 best photography collections in the world. And a few well-known locals um, like former kicker for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Josh Lambeau, along with Academy Award winner Christina Bale, have his works of art on their walls. The best place to see samples of his work are through Instagram and his website. And take a look in the show notes so you can take a take a peek at his work. I've got uh, both of those um, both of those points of information in the show notes. He said in our conversation, the more you do it, the more creativity will happen. His work keeps getting better and better. And his wisdom is like a crash course in the pursuit of living your passion. I hope that you'll enjoy all he has to say and look him up as fast as you can He's got something so special, and I'm so grateful he was willing to take time out of his very creative schedule to share his message from the heart. What I love the most about when you and I get together, Thomas, is I don't even know, I don't know where we're going. It's generally like at the door when you're on your way out of my house after we've talked to art and projects and it, it dips into um, what the world needs now and all this sort of stuff. That's usually, we, we go in such, into such big, um, big places in our conversation. So I'm so thankful that you're here today because I don't know, I don't know where all we're going to go in the next 45 minutes, but I'm just so thankful to have some of your time. I wanted to really just start off with saying this. I know that your heart for creativity is huge. It is, it is in essence, it's like who you are, it's how you live, it's what you've uh, made a living doing is expressing yourself through the beautiful work that you do. I wanted to hear from you, and I know our listeners would love to hear too, what are the realities what are the realities of of living, breathing, um, creativity, and really and living into that as the platform for your livelihood? What are some of the realities that that you've had to face and that you would love to share with people? Yes, I, I would. I would start off by saying yes. My uh, my creativity has affirmed my existence. It uh, it's it's made me who I am. It's made me realize that I am unique, which is, uh, I believe it's extremely important to appreciating life yourself, myself and life. And, um, it's been, and it makes life exciting. It's just, it's, uh, it's, it's an adventure. Once I gave into my creativity and started listening to my inner spirit and acting upon my my thoughts and ideas it's it life became exciting yeah yeah i can tell will you share just to give some people a little bit of context you it, who are you 
what are the things that that you do? Just just briefly, I'm gonna I'm gonna share people share with people more along the way what you do. But you um, tell people who are listening, who are you? Um, yeah, I. It's interesting. I feel like I have two different personalities. I, I there's times where I'm very quiet and and I love my solitude and love being alone. But then there's times where I love to cut loose and I'm very extroverted. So I do, I do have this extreme <laughs> extrovertedness, but this extreme introvertedness. Um, so it's, I, that it, I have, it's been interesting to think about that and experience those times, but I've come to uh, terms with that. And I know there's times where those times where I, I need to be alone. And those are, the times that we're most creative, obviously, of course, and um, with my own thoughts and ideas. So, mm-hmm. um, but who I am, it's it's a. Uh, I'm still trying to find that out, but uh, I I I know myself much better now. Not I, yes, and I I'm in my fifties now, so it's it's taken me probably fifty years to to understand somewhat who I am. Yeah, and 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 who are you? Who are you? I still don't know. But no, it's not a. Li- it's no. it's not. <laughs> it's it's not even a loaded question. Yeah, that's just you who know, are you I, in a nutshell. But yeah, that's a great question, and I I understand not exactly who I am, but I understand sometimes what I need and what I, my desires, fears struggles and uh celebrations the things that make me sad and the things that make me happy and we yes but that's a great question and i don't what have been that well you're about to you're gonna keep answering it you're gonna i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna hold you to it what are and maybe this yes (laughs) you might find yourself on this podcast actually yes actually yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, Mary. What have been um, in finding yourself along the way as an artist? What have been some of the biggest? What have been some of the biggest surprises? You've done so much, and I know that um, your work is. You know, it's it's. You don't like to hear this, but I'm going to say it. It's it's all over the country, and it hangs in galleries, and it's in beautiful homes all over the country. And you know what what have been the greatest surprises? That's where you are. You know, that's where you are now. You walk into a place, and it's like, oh, there's a Thomas Hager on the wall. Gosh, there's look at his beautiful work. What have been the biggest surprises along the way? Um. Yeah, I. I of course, first starting out and struggling, I mean, and really fighting for my, you know, uh, voice um, and and working so hard. Uh, the, some of the, you know, some of the successes has, has been surprising, you know, I, I because I, I, but I just, I've been steadfast and um, working diligently and you know when you're when you're so concentrated on working you there you don't have you don't you don't come up for air sometimes but then when you come up and you start realizing some of the accomplishments and successes those are the biggest surprises to me that sometimes when I come up and I go wow I I didn't realize I, I some of the goals 
have been achieved and it's 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 surprising and, and fulfilling and it, it makes me continue working as I always have I think my work ethic has been my really greatest gift I don't look at it as a great talent or I think it's it's really more about hard work um so yeah that, that yeah when so did I, it start Thomas when when would you say when would you say that you're um, kind of your discipline, I guess, for this is what I'm going to do. This is, this is what I'm passionate about. This is what I'm going to do. When do you, when would you say that started? Yes, it was, I would say, uh, after high school, when I started, I felt like I didn't know who I didn't know anything until I got to college, which <laughs> it did. I, I spent 10 years in college, actually. So I spent a long time and I, I started finding myself. And that's why I, I almost felt a, a, a nurturing cocoon in, the, in, the, in college learning. And that's why I stayed there for a long time. And, uh, but it was, yes, like in the 10 years, probably two or three years into my college I started uh, thinking, wow, art, and this is real stuff. Before that, I thought, you know, art was just a hobby. Uh, You know, I just, I would always, my uh, interpretation of art was just a hobby or something you did on, but when I started reading and uh, uh, being educated in art history, I realized this, this is the history of thought. This is a serious thing. This is an occupation and a career possibility. And I was so excited that I found something I was truly interested and in, inspired and wanted to know more and, and explore more. And in the meantime, I was learning so much more about myself. And it's just this, it was a domino effect and um, dynamic yeah. time. So... I yeah. guess that's a sound, what I you love know? hearing you say. I'm sorry. Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. Cause I, no, I mean, I know, I know that we both have kids. My, my son, um, who I kind of feel like I shouldn't talk about him like this, but it's just being completely honest. He's 17 years old. He doesn't know what on earth he wants to be when he grows up. And I am, you know, as a parent, I love him so much and I love seeing him. He's artistic in the kitchen. He loves to cook. He's a drummer. He's a musician. He's cool. I mean, he's such a cool guy. But to hear you say that it was, you know, it wasn't until you got to college that you started actually realizing, oh, this is a path I can take. You know, it sort of, it kind of gives me even a little added, ha, sort of a sigh of relief because I think that as parents, we can put so much emphasis on our kids knowing some game plan. And just like you said, when we first started talking, you don't even, we don't, when do we really know who we are? You know, it's always unfolding. So it kind of, I don't know, there's something really sweet in what you just said about, um, you know, just sort of, you didn't know what you wanted to be even as, as long as you were, you know, until you got to college. So I'm going to, I'm, I'm probably not going to tell my son that yeah, yes. <laughs> he, he might want to stay in, in college, stay in college for 10 years too. But I think there's, um, most definitely. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I feel for the, for the children or 
young adult that are in high school. I mean, there's so much pressure on them to, to what are you going to do? What do you, you know, and there, I just, my, I have a, my daughter, I, I, I always tell her, just take your time. You know, I, I didn't know, I didn't mm-hmm. find myself till later, I, but I do feel for those younger people that are, have so much pressure to figure out what, you know, what they want to do. And they're just, they're coming of age. They, they're trying to figure, you know, have their own, so many other biological things they're trying to figure out and physiological things, much less their careers and what they're going to do for the rest of their lives. So, yeah, that's it's so true. So you, so you were, you, you were, I mean, I, I think that that's all in our interpretation that, that uh, people that in college finally figure things out that they're a late bloomer. I don't know that that's necessarily being a late bloomer, but once you did bloom a little bit in the direction of, okay, there is something to this world called art. Um, share a little bit about just choosing that. Cause it sounds like there was, there was a conscious choice to, you know, to kind of choose a path as an artist. What were, um, t- share a little bit about that process from college on kind of the early days of, of what you did and what the challenges were. Yes, definitely. Uh, it was definitely in college where uh, I was researching and looking. At, uh, that, I started really finding out what my aesthetic is by looking at other artists in art history. Like I, there's artists that I would gravitate towards and you know loved, and anyway, I'd watch videos on them, you know, and really researched artists that I was responding to and it kind of developed my own aesthetic you know these these certain painters sculptures it wasn't just photography it was across the board artists even musicians to painters and uh uh so that being said i started off you know these like wanted to wanting to change the history of thought, you know, making just really profound works of art, you know, and just trying to, and it was like, whoa, you know, I, I, I kind of went through that stage where I was just wanting to be very dense and profound. And, and then, you know, as I got older and started evolving, I, I started lightening up and going, you know, this, and then I, but there was these stages of, of, uh, artistic endeavors but um i guess the you know i say to artists younger artists you know do look at at uh other artists and and that you're that you are, are inspired by and um it's really i think a great starting point to start understanding you know not only just a visual uh uh, aesthetic, but also a philosophical aesthetic and a, a, a direction of what type of images or what type of, you know, medium and you're, you would like to go in, you know, I, I think, yeah, I don't know if that answered your question, Mary Lynn, but I, you know, it's, uh, I, I, you know, it's stages, it's stages of refinement, it's stages, but there, but there also was a, a time where I, I've, I watched an artist and he said, there's going to be a time where you have to commit. You have to look in the mirror and say, I am 
an artist and I am going to be an artist. And once you do that, there's a responsibility that you have to uphold and you go for it. There's a work ethic, there's a responsibility, and there's a perseverance that once you make that decision, you, it, you, you have to, it, you know, and I did that. I actually, you know, looked in the mirror and said, I'm an, I'm an artist. I'm going to be an artist and I am an artist. And there, you know, and I have yes. not looked back. And it's empowering, you know, but it's also mm-hmm. a, a scary because art is not the, the first thing on the occupational career list to, to, to make a living. But that's why it's even more, you have to be committed. That's when I say you look in the mirror, you're, you're committing to this and you're, you know, it's not about the money. It's not about anything else, but going for something inside you that you're wanting to succeed and express and get out and and communicate uh, to the world that you have something to say. I love that. I love it. And, and I, and I, I believe you because I've known you long enough to actually see, you know, what, what you stand for in your work. You know, I do believe that you have this, um, you're not separate. You're not separate from, from what you do in a sense, in a healthy way. You know, you are, you are a creative and it is, um, and you are an artist and it's some of the most beautiful stuff I've ever seen. What is it that brought you to sort of the process in which you're a commitment for. So I know like I can even see right now behind your head, you've started painting a lot more, which I love, but you're really most known for your type of uh, photography, the photography and um, your printing process. What was it that started? What was it that started that? You know, because it's like, what I'm hearing you say, Thomas, is you woke up and you were like, I'm an artist. I'm committed to that. But then in committing to being an artist, it's almost like you somehow found, you found a style. Yes. What was that yes. like? How, how did, yeah, just, how did you find? One, one statement to go on what I, you know, once I made that commitment to being an artist, I, you know, that was probably around four, 40 years ago. I mean, it's weird how life goes so fast, but it was actually about 40, uh, maybe 35, whatever, 35 years ago. And I can honestly say I have never stopped. You know, there's c- certain artists that say like, I took three years off or I did, you know, I have never stopped creating. And I'm not saying that, you know, in a, you know, a bragging way. I'm just saying that in a reality way that I, I just, it's something that I have been committed to, and it's not something that I, that I, I had to, uh, like I did, I did it because I had to, it's just, or, you know, I, anyway, I just haven't stopped and I, I, it's, I appreciate it's who you are. <laughs> yes. It's, I mean, I, I'm tried and true, but I, I love that, that I haven't stopped every, every, I've always, I've did, I've have gone through different stages and, and, different mediums, but I started off, yes, with, you know, really committing to photography and the history of photography. And, and I started doing the historical processes, uh, the, uh, you know, where photography started and the influences of those early processes. And then, 
and then going through the digital. And that's another thing about timing. I was in a, I started when film was, it was just film photography, which I'm so happy that I went and, and then, you know, it went through the digital. So I got the whole film, you know, the early processes to the film, to the different types of film cameras into the digital. And now, you know, so I love, I'm happy that I started my career, not like in the digital realm. Uh, you know, I started it in the film mm-hmm. a- and then transitioned into, into digital. So I got the full spectrum, you know, timing is everything in life. And so I, I love that I was able to experience that full film and get the knowledge of the film and then going into the uh, digital from the analog to the digital. So it's just, I've gotten the best of both worlds and I have a much better, I have a great understanding of, of the tools that I use to uh, hone in and perfect yeah. my craft. It's, it's all. So there was, yes, I started off with historical. And also, well, what I was going to say is what I hear you saying too, is that's really, I mean, that's, that's a nugget for people who are out, you know, on a mission at, in a, in sort of a, a creative, um, you know, being curious about something creative, you've got to go try everything in that, in that realm, really, you know, from, from film to digital to all of that, you know, that's been part of your process. And I bet you would say, or tell me what you would say in terms of, um, just how much depth that gave you as a creative to know, to know the spectrum. What would you say? Most to that? I mean, it's, I, I, it's kind of like giving you, I, I think an artist, whatever, whatever he or she's craft is, I think it's imperative that you know your materials. You, you understand whatever it be music. You, you know, your instruments, you, you have history, you have understanding of what, came before you, the jazz, the hip hop or whatever, you, you understand the history of it and you understand what's going on now and you understand your, your tools. I mean, I think you, that's, that's if you, if you're, if you have a passion, I think you have to have a passion for whatever your artistic endeavor is. And if you have that passion, it's, it's just an understanding that you're going to know, you're going to find out as much as possible about, what you're doing and what came before you and what what's what you're trying to make a statement in the, for the future. And uh, so, yes, having full knowledge as much as possible is, it just makes you more empowered and uh, understanding what you're doing and where you want to go. Yeah, I totally agree. And I feel like that, really what you're speaking to is always staying a student, you know, yes. regardless of where you go in life oh, and no matter how, and that's what great Thomas, it is. It's what I love about you because you, yeah, you are, you're, you are so good. At, and I've had so many people, you know, in their choice, creative path, um, who are so good at what they do on this podcast. And it's, um, the, the common thread is that there is a commitment to stay a student to, you know, to really I learn like, oh yeah, I'm not just constantly gonna, yeah, learning. I'm not just going to try to be good at, yeah, yeah. Constantly Con- learning. I, I, what is it that, um, 
what what keeps you fresh in that? What would you say? What are the things that because, you know, I know your work, it varies from although a lot of the, the things that I'm most drawn to, the process is part of it. You know, the end result is always so beautiful, but really you shoot a wide variety of um, of things, you know, from the ocean to the desert. A lot of it does have to do with nature, but you have a lot of different um, perspectives in there. What is it that that keeps you fresh? Is it is it being in nature or is it your imagination? What is it? Yeah. As far as making the actual art it's it's ideas i've i've really come to understand to act on your ideas if you have if you have thoughts about something like how to create something act on it and bring it to fruition you know like it'd be cool if i did this you know we hear a lot of people talk oh it'd be cool but they never do it i've learned to do it and that keeps it fresh because while you're doing things happen and that's the most exciting it it constantly things can constantly happen while you're doing and act on your ideas don't repress them or don't go yeah and then you know that's always been you know whatever be in the morning or before you know at any time of day i'll have an idea and i'll just you know meditate on it and within that week i'll start working on that idea even like, yeah, it's, it's really ideas and yeah, acting yeah. on those ideas, not just shelving them, but actually tan- making ideas tangible and have evidence uh, keeps it fresh and it keeps you in the working mode. I'm hearing you say it's almost like in the creativity, that's what keeps you creative. Yes. You know, in, in the action of, in the action of choosing, I'm going to go out and do this. That's actually what fuels your passion. And I, I love that because I think that um, there are there are two types of people. There are those who keep thinking about it. And there are those who are like, I'm, you know, I'm going to go do this. And yeah. if I mess up, I mess up. But I'm going to learn in the action of it instead of just thinking about it. It's so powerful. Most it's really good. And- what is it... Um, I just want to say real quickly that you you have to make time. I mean, there was a philosophy teacher in college that said you that you 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 make time for the things that are most important to you. You know, so people say, oh, I don't have the time to do that. Well, it's, that means it's not important to you. That's why I always have a, a time space for my creative endeavors. And, you know, if if I have an idea then I make time for it, you know, because I know it's, it's going to, but that's all I want to say about that. It's like you, you, everything is time, you know, time is finite and you, you, it's things don't just happen or come. You, you have to make time. You have to do it and show up and do it. So that's. Yeah. Be committed. Well, that's what I was going to ask you because. I know that um, I know that travel, at least you know, pre twenty 
20. I I don't know how much travel you've done since 2020, but I know that that was a big part of your kind of, you know, that was part of your passion too, because you would go to great places and you would shoot, you know, whatever vision you had for a big shoot, you know, in a particular area of the country. How much would you say you're doing locally, you know, in the Jacksonville area, in the Jacksonville beaches area versus you know, getting out of town for specific shoots. I'm just curious because from your work, it looks like there's a lot that, you know, you have some beautiful stuff that is quite local. Most would you say? Yes, yes. And that's a great point. Yeah. Uh, and through COVID, I really, my, my objective, I said, okay, I am going to explore Florida. I, I So I've been taking trips up and down the state, you know, all the way from, to the uh, Everglades, to the Keys, to on up to these great uh, state parks, which are amazing from the intercoastal to the ocean. There's so many wonderful places in the, the state of Florida. I love the state of Florida. I, I mean, and I fell in a much more in love with the state of Florida through the through COVID, you know, restrictions. And so I said, we're getting in the car and I got an electric bike which I'm so excited. And I just go on these paths with my electric. And, we, and it's been, so I've done a lot of Florida travels in the last, you know, year, in the last year. I've, I've, I've really. That's awesome. Ex- yes. And I, I just, uh, I mean, I love to, I've always loved Florida, but I've really had this whole newfound love for Florida, really exploring places I've always wanted to go and started doing it because of, the restrictions of COVID, yeah, but you know, yes, we live in a beautiful state. Yeah. Yes. Mm. I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've kind of, and we've, we've, we've talked um, about that before, just sort of the, um, the treasure that we have here, you know, to be able to walk out and everything is, a, you know, everything is a, is a beautiful backdrop on the, on the beach and, um, the textures and the colors and all of that. What is it that you'll, um, um, can you tell me what is it that you're gonna highlight coming up? Like, how do you create a collection? Do you come back from, you know, a trip to the Everglades and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm going to print X number of prints or I'm gonna, I mean, how do you create what the next step is once you show back up, at your house with all this great film. Yeah, I, I go through pictures and I take out the best. I mean, I choose some of the the ones that are the most powerful to me, and I, um, you know, and I do a lot of manipulation. I do. I use parts of images. I, I, you know, there's no whole. I, I don't have any restrictions of of what I, how I use images. I used to be like, I'm a purist, you know, you sh- you know, you and put rules and regulations on <laughs> images, but I use different images, piece them together. And I love this part of it, that part of it. And it's almost a collage into one image. So I, I, it's really about images. When I come back, it's, I take images from this and that. Uh, and then I start creating from images, I create a image and, um, and that's Got how it. I work. That's how I work. Yes. Yeah, so, and it's like, but it might be just atmospheric effects on water, a slice of that. And then these beautiful palm trees or mm-hmm. this and the water. So it's, it's really, and it's almost, it's a, it's a cumulative 
lots my images my one of my images is a cumulative collage of several different images which i and i love that aspect of it because it's there's feelings in different images and then when you bring them Mm -hmm. together there's this something that um well, it sort of continues the process, doesn't it? It's, it's, you know, I can see that there's there's something that's really powerful about going out and capturing, capturing the different images. And then for you, because I know you are, you're just such a creative, you get to con- sort of continue that creative process of pulling the parts together that, um, you know, from your, from sort of like a vision. Most oh, definitely. Yeah, let me see what that looks like. I mean, that. Yeah, that's really cool. That's so cool. Well, I wanted to ask you, I have some, um, just a few sort of specific questions that, um, cause I want people to really just recognize, you know, the, um, the realities of what it takes. And I know that you are, to me, you're one of the most, one of the most talented, uh, creatives really in our area and you've you've done what it takes to get this life you know to get being a creative as your choice for for life what would you say your the greatest challenge to date would be what is the what's been the greatest challenge and I you know I even I don't want to put words in your mouth but I sort of am like oh yeah it's Thomas he doesn't even you know if it's a challenge he turns it into a, a breakthrough, but if you were to say, you know, what, what really challenged you along the way, what would it, what would it be? And it's really more for, to share with people how to overcome a challenge, because you're the example of that to me, like, oh yeah, there were some challenges, but I've, you know, I'm, I, this is who I am and this is what I'm going to continue to do. What, what would you, does anything come to mind that's yes. really been a great challenge for yes. you along the way? Yeah. Time. Time mm. is the challenge. We we can't we have other responsibilities in our lives. We we have we have you know, having a family, having children, having to do other things where, you know, my mom's my mother is ninety. I'm t- I'm help you know, helping her as well. You know, you just get your there's time is the is finite there's only so much time in a day. There's only so much time in a life. And it's, that is the greatest challenge is making sure that you always have time to do what you need to do personally for not only for work, but also the soul. I mean, you have to pay the bills, you have to work, but it's, it's, so time is the greatest challenge. I, I, I can yeah. almost say that unequivocally, so you know, it's like, and that's Bill Gates said mm-hmm. that they, you, they, they were interviewing Bill Gates and they said, you have all the money in the world. What, 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 what else, what, what could you, what would you want to buy that you can't? And he said time, you know, and it's, it's so true. It's, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a very, uh, it's a commodity that, um, that we kind of take for granted sometimes. And like, you know, sometimes yeah. when I wake up an hour late or like I'm sleeping a little too long, like I, I just lost those two hours that I could have done so much in, you know, and I just so I I don't like losing that time. 
Don't yeah. squander your time. Yeah. It's, and we know that as we get older. I mean, it's it's all it's criminal to squander time in my realm. Yeah. No, I love that. And I I know there's I need to hear that. And I know there's probably some others who need to hear that. I was just talking, um, I took my daughter to a doctor's appointment this morning. And of course she's been seeing the same doctor since she was a baby. And, um, you know, when you're, when you're the onlooker, the doctor, I know, I know her doctor and we've had this relationship now for 14 years. Um, she was like, mom, she's grown so much. And I was like, yeah, that's what happens over 14 years. And, and my daughter, she was like, it's just me, you know, I don't, I don't see the way you see. And I, you know, in that moment, I was like, yeah, you have no idea yet how fast it goes by. Uh, And that's, it's so precious, you know, to be young like that and to not really recognize. Yeah. Not don't recognize it. Enjoy it all. And though then I think at our stage in life, it is um, everything that you just said so beautifully. It is it is the one thing we cannot get back. And you do sort of start seeing it as, oh, my gosh, it's so valuable. I want to use it in the best way possible while while I have it, you know, while I've been given it. So thank you for saying that. That's a, that's a great thing to really think about. Um I feel like we just got started and I could talk to you all day. Will you come over sometime soon oh, and show me some, some new stuff? Most show, definitely. show my kids. They all ever we all we all love your stuff. Oh. I wanna just end with just a few little rapid fire questions. So just give me a I don't know, we could probably turn every question into a thirty minute conversation, but just to, the, the sort of the quick answer, okay? Okay. Um what has been your greatest success to date? What would you claim as your greatest success? I am extremely proud of my children. You know, I don't want to, but they are, they are, mm. they, they have been, they are such wonderful human beings. They're, they're so kind and mannerly. And I just, I'm so proud of what my children are becoming and who they are now. So I think I would have to say Mm -hmm. that that I'm not sure if I was a huge part, but I I take some part in their success. So I, um, I'll say that first and foremost is my children. And I think, uh, my greatest success, I going back to my work ethic has been, I'm proud that I, of, of not stopping, and not, you know, settling and being a hard worker. And again, I don't look at it as yeah. talent. It's it's mainly, I think, my my greatest. Uh, I mean, my I'm proud of hard work, and I'm thankful I have that work ethic. Mm-hmm. So good. That's great. Next question. I would love. This is pretty, pretty expansive. So it could be in, in the realm of what you, the world, your work, yourself, whatever. I would love to see more blank, fill in the blank. I would love to see more blank. I don't mean to sound cliche, but I would love to see more love. 
Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound cliche at all. Mm. I'd love to see more love too. Next question. What is creativity to you? If you had to put it in a statement, what is it? What is creativity? It is. It is something within a person that nobody else has and doing something with that uniqueness, whatever it may be, and putting it out into a tangible thought, object, or anything else. But it's a unique Mm -hmm. voice that comes out that creativity is when you're using your mind and what's within a person and it comes out in some way that's unique. And, uh, I'll stop there. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> it is. It's yeah. That's a good place to stop. I think it's, um, Tell me not, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's like, it's something from, from your, from your mind, from your way of being. And though it's expressed, you know, yes. it's brought, it's, it comes to fruition, something that comes out. Yeah. That's so pretty, Thomas. Why are you most thankful for it? Because in this life that's so uh, mysterious and the constant of why are we here? I'm so thankful for creativity because it, it gives some substance to to who we are as individuals and it when mm. we put it out there it can has the ability to bring people together in, in a mm. it's a person it's a personal thing but once it's put out it brings people together it, it and that is so exciting So good. Thank you so much for your time. I've wanted to do this for so long. And um, I know we've, we've even joked when you, when there's new work that I want to take a look at and you bring it over to the house and I get to see what, what you're doing and all of that. I, I've, I've been like, gosh, Thomas, we should record our conversations. You just have so many (laughs) great things to say. So I, I, I really, I appreciate your time. I know you are so busy and, um, and your work is, it, it speaks volumes about who you are and all the things that, that you spoke about today, just your work ethic and your commitment to your craft. So thank you so much. And I can't wait to see you again soon. Thank you so much, Mary Lynn. Thank you for having me. And I appreciate what you're doing. Thank you so much for joining me today on One Creative Act. I hope this conversation has you imagining what's possible to move in the direction of the creativity you have and to take action to ignite it. I hope you're inspired and recognize that you too have been born with an adventure only you can create. If you enjoyed this conversation, hit the subscribe or follow button, write a review or share it with a friend. And connect with us on Instagram at One Creative Act. Share what you loved about this episode on your Instagram story and tag us 
New episodes drop every Thursday wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. I can't wait to create again together.